0: Oh, welcome in WindailySports.com. sports.com. This is all sponsored by the sharp app. Go to sharp dot app and you can check out the app there that they have at sharp and go to any of your app stores, Google play or also uh, Apple Apple uh, app store and go into there and go get the sharp app. My name is John Jansen joined as always on a Monday with Tony Cotillo. Follow him at T 23 on Twitter. Uh, Tony, we got a, we got a, we got a game. I don't know what kind of game we're going to see. It's a game. It's something. I don't know what we're going to see. Uh, but, yeah, what do you expect tonight in this one? We'll get into all the showdown stuff. We're going to be breaking down uh, our showdown lineups, what we're going to do. But uh, just as a game in general, Tony, this one, I don't know. I don't know. It's tough,
1: man. I mean, I listen, I know we go by, like, traditional battle lines and all, you know, Detroit, Green Bay. But last week, Green Bay was a train wreck. Uh, right that's, that's and, and it lightly. Detroit. It's, it's actually a nice way to put it uh, yeah I, I, listen Aaron Rodgers was horrific right so and then you have Jared Goff who looked like all of a sudden he found his stride against a 49ers team who we couldn't score 11 points up against or, or more right so it, it's it's going to be a very
0: very interesting game
1: and honestly down the way the NFL has gone so far in a couple of weeks who knows what's going to happen
0: yeah, and last week's game, uh, I was hearing this from somebody at Pro Football Focus. You know, he's Aaron Rodgers had a game like that four other times before since 2016. And always the game after, he bounces back. And I think it's had four touchdowns in each of those games the following week after such a dud performance like he had. So, I mean, are we expecting a Rodgers bounce back? Like, You know, that's obviously going to try and put both quarterbacks into your lineups. Uh, that's just the way it's going to be. But are you expecting that big of a bounce back from Rodgers? And, I mean, it has to be us putting him in our TFS lineups because of it. Yeah, he has to be. Listen, yeah. there,
1: there wasn't not one receiver besides Devontae Adams had more than two looks the entire game. So, I, it, right? So, this is just... It's prime time. It's Monday night. Aaron's ego is this big, right? So there's <laughs> no way he doesn't come out and just electrify the crowd tonight in Green Bay, have at it at home. So, yeah, I, I completely expect a bounce back game from him.
0: Yeah, I do too, and and then it kind of gets into because I'm seeing I'm seeing all of this. I'm seeing MVS MVS MVS. You know, is, is that the way to go? I know that's going to be a little bit you know different, and it's not going to be Devontae Adams or Aaron Rodgers. But I mean, what I'm expecting, I'm expecting those two to absolutely dominate this game. I mean, I would try and get Devonte Adams in there instead of Aaron Rodgers, but. You know, uh, is there a pivot here? Because I think on both sides, there isn't really as strong of a play as you can get than Rodgers and MVS because Detroit has nobody and Green Bay outside of Devontae Adams. Maybe Aaron Jones, but this seems like more of, a, I think, as you said, Aaron Rodgers' ego, him trying to score four or five touchdowns in this
1: one. Listen, we're talking about a San Francisco team that ran for over 130-plus yards against this defense. I'm going to tell you what, I'm looking at a silently – sleeper AJ Dillon kind of game tonight I, I really like that run three thousand dollars I, I mean listen Aaron Jones didn't do a lot last week he really didn't uh but I think this is a Dillon kind of game because I think this game is going to kind of get out of hand I, I I think Green Bay is going to take care of business and this is a tough slate because of the numbers are so high. I mean, look at those numbers. You know, Devontae and Aaron, 17,000, 17.1. It's tough, man. You know, you're going to have to find those diamonds in the rough, so to speak. And I'll tell you what, I'm telling you, I like Dylan a lot tonight.
0: Yeah, Dylan had got involved, and in, again, if we expect the way to go, kind of how we think, I think Green Bay is going to be fine and play very well in this one. You know, I, I imagine second half we're going to see some you know touches from AJ Dylan, whether that's in the passing game, whether that's getting carries out of the backfield. I, I do think you know if if again if the game is going to go the way we think, then there's obviously room for him, but. That means if we're going with that game script and Green Bay is putting up a ton of points, they bounce back, look very good. That means other players are going to get involved. Dylan's certainly one of that. Are you looking at any other receiver outside of Adams? Is it MVS? Because if we're expecting a big game from Rodgers, you know, I imagine Adams isn't going to catch all four or five of those touchdowns, whatever we think happens tonight.
1: You know, everybody loves MVS. They do. And and I'm going to have to pivot here and stick to my guns in the preseason where I loved me some Alan Lazard. I did. I I, I like the tallest receiver. I think Aaron zones in on guys like that. And I think there's going to be a lot of red zone opportunities tonight. And I just I have a feeling that it's going to be the taller, not the speedster, the taller receiver tonight that's going to win out. And I think that's going to be Alan Lazard. So for me, I'm going to lean towards Al Lazard greater than MVS tonight.
0: Yeah, and I think a lot of the I guess a lot of the value or at least some of the the cheaper options going to be on the Detroit side. I mean, what'd you see from week one? Obviously 33 points, but let's be honest, I think San Francisco kind of gave up in the fourth quarter there. Not gave up, but I think they were pretty comfortable with where they were at in that fourth quarter. Maybe your foot was off the gas. But you know, what did we see from Detroit? TJ Hawkinson got involved often. Uh, he was very good, but is, is there anything else in Detroit? You know, I think we look at the running backs. Jamal Williams is certainly going to have a role. Yes. DeAndre Swift, obviously, he's a fantastic player. You know, but it's it's sort of that to me, that Detroit passing game that gets a little bit interesting because, you know, I want to see maybe if we can find one of these wide receivers that can, you know, we could put into our lineups and be a sneaky play here. Because I imagine Detroit wide receivers are not going to be taken off this. No, they're not right, and, and
1: Tyra Williams is out, right? So that was yeah. the right. So that's the unsung number one. Wide receiver, I mean, are you really looking at a Khalif Raymond? I, I don't think so. I think the pivot here is Amon St. Brown. I do, we're on and, the same and,
0: page. Then I'm, <laughs>
1: yeah, right. I mean, I, I because again, listen, we all know we're, we're looking at numbers, you're looking at about $2,400 for a kid who's been pretty electric, right? He, he has, I mean, he hasn't put it all together obviously because he's a rookie, but he has a lot of capabilities and. This is the kind of game where Jared Goff could quite possibly make him out to be the X factor in this game on offense. I don't expect uh the, the Lions to win. I, I don't think any of us do, but if you look at the way Jared Goff, you know, basically put out his his targets last week or his receptions. I mean, he had eight to Hawkinson, he had eight to DeAndre Smith, he had eight to Jamal Williams, and then he sprinkled three, two, three, two, three, two all over, right? So if you take DeAndre Swift's nursing a groin injury, so let's let us let us not let's not forget about that. I'm not saying he's not going to play, but you know, his touches may be limited. So you need to keep an eye on that. And you also need to keep an eye on the Green Bay defense, even though Jameis Winston looked like a pro bowler, they have very quick edge rushers. And Jarek Goff is a statue. He cannot oh, yeah. move. Right? So if they get to him and they get to him early, he's going to have to get rid of that ball really quickly and I think that a Monra uh, Amon St. Brown connection is going to be what you need to really look at.
0: Yeah, I I loved Monra St. Brown coming out of USC. I thought he was I mean better than Michael Pittman coming out of USC. That's how high I think I I love St. Brown. I think the talent's there. And now it's it's sort of like it reminds me of the NBA, you know when a player would be out, it's like, well, you kind of have to go get the other guy because You know, maybe he's not as good, but he's going to get so much opportunity. You know, a guy coming off the bench or, you know, a a backup point guard. Like here, it's the same thing. Like Amon Ross St. Brown at that price, you know, you have to put him in because the opportunity is going to be there. Maybe he only has a couple of catches for, you know, 20, 30 yards, but that would be pretty significantly bad. And I don't think it's going to happen because he's probably going to get close to six to eight targets in this one. Like there is a little bit more, uh, targets to go around. And I think a Monroe St. Brown kind of takes that. So the opportunity and the, the fact that he's probably going to be on the field more often, he's probably going to be running more routes. Uh, I just, I don't see a reason to stay away from St. Brown. He's that cheap option. Could many people be using them? Sure, but I think it's it's the perfect one to kind of help you where you can be different, mix and match lineups at the top because you know if it's an Aaron Jones game, if it's Devontae Adams, whatever the case may be, you know the, you can mix and match your Green Bay players, your studs. But I think the one that's going to be a great you know cheap option that'll help you mix and match with some of those top price players, it has to be Ross Saint Brown. It has to be.
1: Yeah, I, I completely agree. I mean, listen, who else besides T.J. is going to catch the ball?
0: Right. right. I mean,
1: that's the thing. If you're looking at this Detroit receiving core, who else do you even have any kind of faith in whatsoever? Right. You have to take a flyer here. You have to. And, and he's so low. He, you know, he, his twenty four hundred dollars is not going to make or break you. Right. You have to remember that if your core is solid, that twenty four hundred can only help you. And there's no way he's not going to get a catch. He's going to trip over at least two catches tonight. And he has the ability to turn those two catches into 20, 30-yard gains. So right there, that is value enough for me to put him in my lineup, especially, John, like we talked about. Look at those numbers up the top. I mean, you have to
0: get creative with your showdown. Yeah. That's what I mean. You got to get a guy like Saint Brown in your lineup. Uh, we're going over the showdown for tonight here at WindailySports.com. All sponsored by the Sharp App. Go to Sharp App or any. App Store to go check that out, and also subscribe wind daily sports.com Gold Membership. Still using the promo code NFL2021 six months for a hundred dollars off. Sign up wind daily sports.com Link is in the description below here on our YouTube page, and also go to our video hub. A lot of great videos that we've been putting up all throughout the week. Live streams every day, and you can check that out on the wind daily sports video hub. Just go to Academy on the web page, and then video uh, again. My name is John Jansen, joined by Tony Jigsaw Cotillo. Now, the one thing I I sort of – I don't know if this was the San Francisco game plan or just what Detroit was giving them, but San Francisco, with a great tight end, was going a lot to their receivers, specifically Debo Samuel, George Kittle didn't really have a big impact. Uh, Robert Tanyan didn't do much week one. Uh, we know he's a touchdown machine, and we know that the Green Bay Packers are certainly going to have plenty of chances in the red zone to do it. Is there any interest in Tanyan, or is this strictly, look, has not been good uh, since he got drafted in the NFL, the secondary's bad, or are we just sticking with wide receivers in Green Bay? It's tough because of that number.
1: Yeah, right, are you right. Yeah, it, really, at, it, it truly is. It is 10,000. I mean, just round it up to 10,000. 9,600 is a big number for a touchdown dependent tight end. That's you have to realize this is different. If you look at those values, TJ Hawkinson, 9,600, and Robert Tanyan, or 6,400. I'm sorry, I right. are at for the Hawkinson, flex. That was right? for the
0: captain. Yeah, right.
1: No, so, it. so if you're depending on what you do, again, he's touchdown dependent, but you know it, it's tough man it, it is it, this is a really hard showdown lineup to me because i, yeah, I, I it's want, tough right because really you want so many people in there and it's like all right who, who do we have i mean somebody's going to be that guy and, and i think it's going to come down to do you put in a guy like mvs a guy like lazard or a guy like Tanya you're not going to be able to have two or three you're going to have to pick one of those guys and that's who you're going to have to roll with so I, I see a lot of people in the comments talking about Tanya want to score he's going to score I see our boy Gladson said go going to score three if you think he's going to be the scoring machine then yeah you put him in there if not you're looking for you know yards and catches and, you know consistently I think you go the other route it's all going to depend on how you build.
0: Yeah, I'd rather just take with the wide receivers, obviously. San Francisco. Debo Samuel was able to attack, so that's yep. why I think we're in for a big day for Devontae Adams. I would yeah. probably be putting in my captain spot. Uh, that's yep. likely where I'm going to go. Uh, but I I can't trust him. I can't trust either tight end because TJ Hawkinson, look at that price. That's crazy. And I know he was the, the number one target getter. I know he was fantastic against the 49ers, but I just don't see that happening again. TJ Hawkinson still inconsistent. Like that was a great breakout game, but we haven't seen that enough from TJ Hawkinson. I don't think this passing offense is going to be good enough that you have to spend 9,600 on TJ Hawkinson. No way. I mean, that's, that's the one person I will probably not have it. And I hate to say it too, cause he could go off, but I will maybe have him in like one lineup maybe, but I'm not getting plenty shares of, of TJ Hawkinson because I don't know how I'm going to be able to fit all the other guys that I want while also having in TJ Hawkinson. I don't think I can do that.
1: It's tough, especially if you look at right above, you know, if you want to get both quarterbacks in your lineup, you're talking about, you know, for just, you know, $400 more, you get Jarek off. Not, you know, do I expect Jarek off to go off again for 338? No, but he's more likely to give you more points than TJ Hawkinson. So, you know, and he's only going to cost you $400 more. So it's really hard for me to spend up that big for TJ Hawkinson. It really is. I'd rather just, I'd rather take my law, you know, go with a guy like St. Brown and go to a guy like you mentioned earlier, like Jamal Williams. I mean, obviously he had a really decent week last week, and I think it will continue to have good weeks and he could be leaned on a lot. He really good. He could be leaned on a lot tonight in the passing game. Like we mentioned, you know, he's going to be out in coverage and that's, what's going to happen. And yeah. he's going to get those swing routes and Jarikov loves throwing to 16 catches last week between both running backs. That's, that's incredible. A lot.
0: That's a lot. That's a lot. Yeah. Uh, and I'm, I'm sure we expect that somewhat, not, not those type of numbers, but as, I think, as you're saying, you know, I think there's room to for that to happen again, or at least there to be enough for both running backs, including Jamal Williams. I like Jamal Williams a lot, and it's not even like the revenge game thing. Uh, no. I, I just think with Swift, Swift's injury, dealing with that groin, the fact that Jamal Williams, you know, it's not like that guy's bad. That guy's really good, and he's going to be taking nope. away targets for a reason. So. I, I love Jamal Williams in this game. Uh, I think you're going to be able to get him. Uh, I forgot that we had two St. Browns. So the Amon-Ra yeah. St. Brown, not the Equimimius uh, St. Brown. Do yeah. not do oh, do not do not go the Green Bay St. Brown. Uh, yeah, I don't well, know, I buddy, yo, Jay, to You just said
1: that name, bro. I'm going to give you props just for saying that name.
0: Uh, like, like, I tried. <laughs> I attempted it. It felt good. It felt like I got it. <laughs> no. I love it, man. I love it. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. No, you're not going with that one. The the Detroit Saint Brown yes. is the one that I'm going with. One that sounds like ramen noodles. Amron. Amron. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I I love. Uh, I had some good ramen a couple weeks ago. So now, now that's now that needs to be on the menu again. Uh, quick question here: Dylan or Cobb? I'm staying away from Cobb. I know, like it was Me a big so. deal made out of him uh, coming back to Green Bay, and Aaron Rodgers wanted him, but so far, just doesn't seem like there's a there's room in this offense right now for him and maybe we'll see it a little bit more. And when green Bay's offense is really humming along and they're putting all these guys out and Aaron Rodgers having a great productive day. Yes. I'm sure Randall Cobb is going to see some targets. I just don't see enough from a guy, you know, that's not going to give me much, even with the targets that he is uh, going to get possibly going to get. And also with what he can do with them. I just don't, I don't see enough there to where I'd want to take my chance with Randall Cobb. AJ Dillon, as you said, I mean, not only is he going to get a, a couple of targets, but he's the one who has more of the home run potential and can break a big play than Randall Cobb. So I'd, I'd rather go Dillon there. Yeah, me
1: too, 100%. I think, you know,
0: the the narrative, there's a reason
1: why they let Jamal Williams go. Remember, Jamal Williams was the, the, the you know, the backup to Mr. Yeah. Aaron Jones, right? So now, if you look at last week, you got to go by game script, right? And game flow because he was only on the field for 16 snaps last week. Didn't get a lot of clock. And I think that's just the way the entire game just unfolded. I don't think that'll be the case tonight. And there's a secret part of me that thinks that they're going to force the Dylan effect a little more too, because of that Jamal Williams narrative. Hey, listen, You know, we let him go because we thought this kid was ready to step up. And I think they'll showcase him a little bit tonight uh, because I think they're going to put Aaron Jones a little flanker out in the receiver position a little more against his uh, Detroit defense.
0: Yeah, so uh, we are building our DFS showdown line. And I'm seeing a few of them here. So uh, I guess who are we landing on in terms of captain then? Is this a... You know, especially with what we saw Debo Samuel do. And yep. it's always tough to go week to week because everything changes. It's different. Like, you, like you're saying with Green Bay, and it's completely true. It's hard to take away anything from that game. And so it's still kind of guessing because that game script, basically was something we're never going to see again with Green Bay. So we have no idea truly what this offense is going to be, how much they actually want to involve AJ Dillon, how much they want to actually involve a guy like MBS and all of that. We, we know nothing. We got nothing from week one in terms of Green Bay side of things. Uh, but from what I saw, at least with Detroit, and it's going to be true throughout the season, it's been true for a while. Their secondary is not very good. And Debo Samuel had a huge game against the Detroit secondary. I imagine for me, it's going to be a lot of Adams in the captain.
1: Yeah, I think so. Listen, he, he it's either, look, you got two choices, right? I think the obvious choice are you either go Aaron Rodgers or Devontae Adams. Who do you want to go with? And Adams is $600 more for a reason. Five for 56 last week. I'll tell you what, I can absolutely see this as that two to three touchdown night for for Devontae Adams. I mean, it's it's playing up. Right. It's playing up. He wants to see DeAndre Hopkins take off and take that number one spot in week one. And I think he was basically he's he's grinding right now to to show that number one, he's still playing for a contract. Let's not forget about that. He's in a contract stall negotiation for an extension right now. So he the the pearly lights are on him tonight, John. So I I 100 percent have started all my lineups with Devontae Adams as a captain.
0: Yeah, so let's go through uh at least one lineup here from Jimmy Wagner. Uh Arod Adams Cephas. We haven't talked much about yeah. him. But again, with the Detroit wide receiver, Cephas could be the one, honestly, instead of Amon Ross St. Brown. And yep. I know Cephas, you're not going to spend up too much. So yeah, I I that's a great by Jimmy Wagner to put this in here. Uh so thanks for that, Jimmy. But yeah, you know, We locked in sort of on Amon Ross St. Brown, but yeah, uh, Quintez Cephas is also another guy who's, who's got a big opportunity here as well. Uh, Golf Lazard, and St. Brown, Detroit. Um, What do you think about that one, Tony? It's, it's really tough for me to get two two Detroit yes. wide receivers. I
1: That's was just true. gonna say it's the only thing I don't like about it. I, I'm I'm going one or a, one or the other. I can't have two Detroit right. wide receivers, right? It's just, so, I, I, yeah, and
0: maybe you know Detroit does have a good game passing, but I don't know from what we saw. I just don't know if there's going to be enough. And they didn't utilize wide receivers hardly at all. They were going to running backs. They were going to TJ Hawkinson tight end. So I I just don't think the passing game is going to be good enough uh, that you know we can sprinkle in a couple of pass-catching options for Detroit. It's just I don't know if it's going to fit.
1: And I'll tell you what – you know, you, you have to factor in that this isn't in Detroit. You have to factor in that this is in Lambeau. And and I, I don't care what you say. Jared Goff does not take adversity well. And it's going to be rocking in Green Bay. It's Monday night, and I could see him get hit a lot. So I, I, I don't trust him with two receivers in that lineup. There's no way. I, I'm going one or the other. That's why. I kept pivoting to, to AJ Dillon because I think he's a, a good value at that price instead of getting two Detroit wide receivers.
0: Yeah, I think that's the that's the best way to go. And look, you can double dip as you know we were kind of building our lineups there. or At least I was yep. building somewhat of a of a prototype of a lineup. You know, I think you can get multiple you know kind of Green Bay options uh, in there in terms of pass catching: Devontae Adams, Marcus valdez Scantling. You know, uh, so I think you can get all those guys in. Uh, this one is leaving out. Aaron Jones um I think honestly I I don't know maybe it's just overthinking a little bit here but if we're thinking it's the kind of game it's going to be I know that they're going up against a bad rush defense and Aaron Jones could have a huge game and be involved in the passing game as well but I I would rather just link up the Devontae Adams and Aaron Rodgers connection and uh, just try and force my way to get those two into as many lineups as I can
1: Yeah, I I agree. And what I will say is, too, it's funny if you scroll over and you show everybody, just so everybody knows, I'm usually not a big proponent of leaving a lot of remaining salary. But I can tell you what, I've done five or six different different showdown lineups tonight and no matter what this is one of those nights you're going to have a big remaining salary don't worry about it it's just the way it's going to be because you're not going to be able to fit everybody in and then
0: if you do Uh, try it's a weird gap right because it's so top heavy and then the prices just go down like look at that two two thousand gap between swift and tanya you know i know jamal williams in the middle there but it's a significant kind of uh, downgrade yeah, yeah,
1: absolutely, 100. But I, I listen, I, I completely agree. I love Aaron Jones. I love the player he is. But I, you, you, you can't have Rodgers, Adams, and Jones. You got to take two or three. And I think it, it's it's easily Adams and Rodgers. So you just say, "Ah, oh, man, out tonight." Um, you know what I can say is maybe you want to do two, put do, do two showdown lineups, and you know take one out, put one in, and see how right. It goes. That's but, where you can do
0: the, a bit of the mixing and matching. Yeah. in terms of that. Um, and it's going to be a lot of the Green Bay side. You know, I and I hate to to just keep harping on that but i don't want to get too many detroit options uh i think williams is kind of safe here uh i think amon ross st brown but i'm not going deep 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 into this passing game i just don't think it's worth it uh do you think green bay defense is a chip in a shoulder coming on fire right if we're talking about all this with detroit and how turnover prone jared Goff is you know i didn't think golf looked great and again i think they took their foot off the gas san francisco yeah i could probably see a few turnovers here
1: Oh, without a doubt, without a doubt, no doubt. I, I, for me to over and under is two interceptions for Cough tonight. I, I, I take and the. And it's over good defense too. <laughs> I, I <laughs> I mean, I,
0: the New Orleans game meant nothing because it was just no. really good field position. They were, I mean, really the offense didn't have to do much for New Orleans. So yeah, I, I think so. I think a good bounce back spot.
1: Oh, so, so we got here. He says you can get all three. Got to be comfortable using Saint Brown and Cobb together. So he, I, so yeah, I mean, he's he's mentioned if you want Aaron Jones, Aaron Rodgers, and Devonte Adams all together, right. I, it's interesting. I just like having both quarterbacks in my showdowns. So that's just that's me. I I think you're 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 more likely to score more points with that kind of build.
0: So uh, that is a look at the showdowns and. If you sign up, gold membership, com. Again, you could still use the promo code NFL2021, $100 off, six month gold membership. But when you get a gold membership, you can go in the Discord chat and we will have everyone there helping you with your lineups, tinkering around a little bit. So always hop in the Discord chat for that. Uh, but let's go to a little bit of betting, tiny bit. Uh, what do we got here? Green Bay's a big favorite. Last time I checked, 11, 11 and a half, but Green Bay's a big favorite. It's <sighs> a lot of points. It's a lot of points to
1: lay man it's a lot of points but I'll tell you man I'm feeling it tonight though I am I'm feeling it tonight I I definitely could see this easily being a double-digit game two touchdowns you know something like a 34 to 20 game I could definitely see something, 34 17 so there's gonna be a lot of points scored by Green Bay tonight that's
0: for damn sure yeah I think so uh I I I don't like that spread at all uh, because <laughs> you know and this may be a little bit of a reaction from week one, you know, in thinking that, um, you know, I'm a little bit worried about Green Bay. I think they're going to be fine, but eleven and a half half is just one. You know, maybe we're not giving enough credit to Detroit for how they played in the second half, you know? No, so yeah. I just, I, I think uh, it's a, it's a wacky game to begin with going into it because of what happened last week with both of these teams. Uh, I look, I, I had a read on a lot of games yesterday. I finally flipped the script and did well in week two. This game though, I, I from the moment I saw it went, nope, I'm not going near that. Yeah, this is this is a tough game.
1: This is a tough game. But again, listen, how about the over and under 49 and a half? You know, that that's a that's an interesting number as well. Um depending on and this is to me it's going to depend on how many points the Detroit Lions can score because I already know Green Bay is going to score. It's just a matter of how much can Detroit score. So,
0: that's an interesting number too. Yeah, I'm unfortunately, I don't like I probably lean under because, you know, for as much as like we may not be giving Detroit credit and all that, um, this could just be a bad offense. Like, I don't I don't want to forget that Jared Goff is completely terrible and was last year. And I don't think it just fixed immediately. He doesn't have any wide receivers and he's down one of his wide receivers already. Um, The running game is not going to be very good. He has to throw to two running backs and a tight end. I just – it's it's a weird game, and I'm probably probably going to lean under. I won't take it, but I'll lean under because I think we'll we'll see today just how bad Jared Goff truly is uh, because we weren't <laughs> able to see much of it last week because the 49ers, again, took their foot off the gas, and everything looked, I think, a little bit skewed because of those uh, last-minute numbers. That is it for us, though. Uh, DFS Showdown, we have an article up as well that you can check out, windailysports.com all sponsored by the Sharp app. So good luck for tonight's showdown. We'll be back tomorrow. Still be an eye and we'll be uh, taking a look at the week three DFS, getting a, a nice first look here at week three. That is it for me at J Jansen 34. You can find me on Twitter, Tony Cotillo at T 23. We'll be back tomorrow here at wind